Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I'm Tom. And we are back with another Q&A reaction episode. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done one of these, hasn't it been? Yeah, it really has, and you know, who can blame Mr. Herbis for, you know, taking the time to answer some questions, oh. because... Oh, man. Yeah, this one... The fact one, that he's doing any is amazing, considering everything that he has to have going on. Oh, yeah, leading up to the release of season two, you know, all the press. Um, they, he, he went on this uh, little podcast, too, called Cobra Kai Companion, you know, so he never, was busy. Never heard of it. <laughs> never, I know. Yeah, I, I heard there's some uh, some dorks, you know, behind the mic. One, one of them's <laughs> drunken, you know, so... <laughs> But, Though yeah. that does seem to be getting uh, quite a reaction among our diehards, in all fairness. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. I know some of your uh, other podcasting friends that uh, you know I'm, I'm familiar with uh, been showing you a little love as well, you know, on their shows and their groups as well. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, for anybody that's tuning in uh, to this episode for the first time, or even for two hour podcast for the first time, uh, every once in a while, Mr. Hurwitz, one of the creators of Cobra Kai, will take to Twitter and say, "Hey." I got a little bit of time if you guys got some questions, and we take those questions and answers, and we make an episode out of it, because uh, not everybody is on Twitter, that's that's one thing, and maybe mm-hmm. podcasts are just uh, easier for uh, for people to access information, so uh, we kind of call this like a Cobra Kai news episode, really, and I think, oh gosh, this might be number 10, 9 or 10, something like that, kind of lost It's got to be a track in there, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's really it, and and oh, also like if there is any other type of news, we we try to bring it up here as well. Um, I don't know if there's really news per se, but there are definitely a lot of articles out there uh, being shared. Uh, the big three, they're going on like uh, Entertainment Weekly, and some of the other ones they're escape everywhere. me. They, they yeah. literally are everywhere. Yes, yes. So um, very easy to find. But also, if you don't have the means to look up the said articles, you know, we'll pimp out our group page later on. But in our group page, we share all of that stuff uh, as well. You know, anything that the big three shares on Facebook or Twitter, we initially take those links and share it in our group uh, as well. You know, just kind of a one-stop shop for, all, for that type of uh, information. Um, That's so, the goal. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and just go ahead and dive into it. Uh, this very first one, it starts on the 23rd, which uh, which means that Mr. Hurwitz spent the day, or the eve rather, of the season two premiere to answer some questions. Yeah, yeah, uh, really a nice little primer, I, I, I would think. I like that. Um, all right, so the very first one uh, comes from... At Dorothy Golden G. Congratulations. Do you know the time? We get it here in the UK. I have it worked out as 5 a.m., but hope I'm wrong and it's earlier. I believe season two premieres in the UK at 5 a.m. Midnight in New York, 9 p.m. tonight on the West Coast of America. Hashtag Cobra Kai, hashtag season two. You know, it's funny uh, now having, you know, I've heard him on a couple different uh, other podcasts, but now that you know, some of our listeners have maybe heard him for the first time on our show. 
I wonder if they can still distinguish between you being the voice of Mr. Hurwitz and I was you know. wondering if I'm still the official voice of Hurwitz. <laughs> you can't tell you know, if he's if the man's been on the show already. You're you know the, what? We're gonna have to ask him that in one of these Q and A's. You're, you're the understudy. <laughs> about yes. that? Okay. Uh, the next one comes from at not Kathleen Turner. Kid, you write me a note that I have the hashtag Cobra Kai fever and simply can't go into work. I'll probably feel better after my fifth viewing of hashtag Cobra Kai season two and will be able to be a functioning person in the world again. Hashtag Cobra Kai fever. I'm technically not a doctor, but if you think it'll work, sure. I, I love that he threw in that technically. Right. You know, he had to he had to qualify that. Yeah, I mean, he is a writer and they're pretty good with words, I feel. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you could ask for a worse source. <laughs> sure. Uh, but uh, I, we need to follow up with still Kathleen, or not Kathleen Turner, rather, and um, see if she ever got that note. I love the fact that she uh, addressed at least uh, several others, uh, including Sholo. I, I do like that. She's getting any kind of excuse that she can get. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe not not just from Mr. Hurwitz, but maybe somebody else that possibly has played a doctor, you know, because technically... They are a doctor in that sense. See, I can use that word too. <laughs> the next one comes from at Pickle R, followed by a bunch of numbers. Why did you move the release date to today? Not that I'm complaining. I thought it was the 24th. There's been talk for a while to get it out to the fans a little early, and YouTube thought this specific timing would work best for the audience across the globe. Oh, that's really interesting. So, for you, Peter, I'd imagine that it probably did work out fairly well. For me, but I don't think it did for you. (laughs) You know what? I I made a point to stay up and watch the first two episodes, and then I had to crash. Sure. Uh, It it was the next couple days that was kind of hellacious, because I not only went back and watched the first couple, well, the last couple episodes of season one to give my wife a refresher course, uh, I stayed up and watched the entire thing straight through until about... Two in the morning. By the time I fell asleep, it was three, and I had to be back up at seven thirty. Hmm. Interesting. So the next day following that was very interesting. Right, and I think it was actually the previous um, the previous day from when he did th- uh, had this Q and A that we actually found out that they had moved up the the release times because it was supposed to be I believe like twelve or one o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern. And then they changed it to pretty much midnight um, for the East Coast, 9 p.m. Uh, for uh, Pacific Standard Time on the 23rd. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still kind of wondering why they chose that specific time. You know, I mean, other than, eh, be nice. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. I'm just kind of curious as far as the, the decision-making process. Right. The next one comes from at Slappy the Cobra. John, will you, Josh, and Hayden will ever be in the background in the show? Like cameos? Perhaps. What do you think, at Healed Rules? And uh, I think he replied uh, at Healed Rules, always a chance. I'm one mustache away from being camera ready. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Which, by the way, this may be unrelated, but he does play the character of Terry from Hot Tub Time Machine, which was Craig Robinson's, um, I don't know if it was his boss or just somebody that he worked with at that the dog place. 
I'll be dang. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he had like a, like a goatee, and uh, you'll have to go back and check out that that scene. I I might have to. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost a blink and you miss it. You know, it was it was very brief, but uh, yeah, it's in the very beginning. All right. Yeah, definitely. I got to check that out. Um, also, I think uh, Mr. Heald might have been replying to you know Mr. Herwood saying, "Hey, you know, want to do Q and A or." ask me questions kind of thing because mr heald says there's a verified rumor <laughs> a verified rumor on youtube.com that's uh terry silver's butler milo's appears heavily in season two can you com- <laughs> <laughs> can you comment on whether or not milo's is tori's father <laughs> <laughs> i love that anytime you know what? Anytime that uh, they take the piss out of super fans without, you know, I mean, there's a difference between taking the piss out of uh, somebody and just ridiculing them. I-, I love the fact that they understand that there are super fans of their show out there and they have fun with them. Yeah. Um, I did not see a reply from uh, Mr. Hurwitz, but, you know, we might get one kind of later on in the q and I'm not sure. Uh, but I saw this, you know, kind of just laughing like the way we did. Uh, but I added to it, or I tweeted back, I go, to piggyback on that, what about his secretary, Margaret, in relation to Tori, Nestor even? <laughs> so <laughs> nice. I just wanted to kind of get uh, my, my two cents in there. So the next one comes from... At CK Never Dies, how was the event last night? Which event was this? I, I forget. I believe this was the Paley one that our friends uh, Sensei Pilani and Amy S. attended. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, Mr. Horowitz replied, It was amazing watching the first two episodes on a big screen in front of an audience. I wish all ten episodes were released to the world that way. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Actually, and you know what? I just remembered that um, uh, listeners uh, Rin and also Shannon uh, also showed up to that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. So, a pretty good turnout. You know, uh, at least four people that I I can remember off the top of my head. But, um, yeah, it looks extremely fun. I saw all of the, or most of the pictures taken. I I saw a lot of the Instagram stories. It looked like the cast himself had a lot of fun. And it's, it it looks like it was a little bit more open, uh, for, you know, people that, that, uh, paid their admission to kind of go in for this event. But, uh, Sensei Pialani, she was able to get, um, I don't know if you really want to call it an interview, but she was able to ask Sholo like a question or two with her daughter right there, and and he talks to them. So that video is in our group. So Sensei Pilani shared that, um, and then Sholo gave her daughter a hug, and I think they might have gotten a picture with him too. I'm, I'm, I, I don't recall, but uh, how cool is that? I was, I was just thinking, sounds like a really cool, down to earth guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, Sholo, if you're listening to this, holla at us. We won't leave you alone until you do. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. You know, we've been trying over a year now. Well, almost a year. Um, he hasn't said no. He hasn't said no. I'll leave it at that. He hasn't said no. So um, moving on. The next one is from the Brianna. She asks, with all the pop culture you have at your immediate disposal, how do you decide which tropes to play into Daniel LaRusso's going to coach? And which to subvert? Medic? Is there a medic? It's a feel thing. First and foremost, we focus on the present day story. If a nod to prior movies feels organic and will be fun for the audience, we go for it. If it doesn't feel like it's working in post, we'll cut it. That's happened once or twice. 
again, I would love to, I would love to sift through deleted scenes just to see what didn't make the cut and maybe even try to, you know, either find out or maybe even figure out why it didn't make the cut. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As far as we know, it doesn't sound like there's too many of it. Uh, did you ever listen back on the um, Aaron Bradley Danger uh, interview, Counselor Blatt? No, no. She uh, revealed that a deleted scene of hers, um, it might have even been shortened or it might have been deleted altogether. Uh, But she's kind of telling like the backstory of her being bullied when she was younger and they called her Pizza Face. Uh, Brooks, who we both interviewed, um, played by uh, Bo Mitchell... Uh, character who launches like a, a pepperoni, but I don't remember exactly where it hits her. Uh, but she shared the story that the, I think it was like the stunt team or, or somebody, they had to kind of like, uh, build this apparatus that would shoot different types of pepperonis just to kind of get the right distance, you know, from where Bo Mitchell was sitting. Um, so that itself was a deleted scene. And I think I actually asked Mr. Hurwitz about that. And he, he said that they, they just felt that it, it, um, it was not needed, and I think maybe like the transition between that to the next scene didn't quite flow. I, I don't know. It, it's it was definitely covered in one of these previous uh, Cobra Kai news episodes. Okay. The next one comes from at Cobra Kai underscore HQ. Did you get to drive the Cobra Kai Challenger? God, I wish. For that alone, I hope we get a third season. You know what? I bet you he spent more time in that yellow Ford than he did. Well, I mean, of course, he never sat in the Challenger. But, you know, if that Ford was available for him to sit in, in like the few times we've seen pictures of him in it, I can understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. That Challenger. All right. What's your opinion? I think. Challenger versus uh, the old yellow Ford. Oh, versus, I'm not going to go there. But I thought you were just going to kind of ask for my general thoughts. I've been meaning to kind of uh, do this, but I wanted to take uh, a picture or image of that Challenger and add it with the ranks of your Ecto-1, your DeLorean, you know, your A-Team van and all that stuff. I I think it belongs up there. It's it's an impressive ride. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a car guy, but that's pretty badass. Uh, Yeah. Did you see the the freaking Cobra emblem like in the front of the car? That's like 3D. Well, just the level of detail that they had. I mean, everything from the license plate holder to the old school 1980s version California license plate. I was really impressed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a job well done. Um, anybody that wants to go back and check out the breakdown of the official trailer, Brianna talks about, you know, because she, uh, you know, does vehicle insurance adjusting and things of that nature. And uh, she was able to calculate uh, about how much that would cost and how long that would take to upgrade. The, the vehicle or customize it. Hey, that's dedication. <laughs> well, according to her, it only took her like 10 minutes, but I, I was kind of, you know, thinking the same way you were. I'm like, well, wow, you did all that research. She goes, well, I just plugged in a few things here and there and came up with this figure. So uh, <laughs> it was, it was quite impressive nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hats off to her. The next one comes from at gutter underscore hero. Hey, John, will you hear, or sorry, will we hear more of Bill Conti's iconic music this season? Absolutely. But you'll also get more awesomeness from our amazing composers, Leo Bierenberg and Zach Robinson. Last year, they were only able to use a full orchestra in our finale. This year, they had one for all 10 episodes. 
The season sounds amazing. And, I mean, maybe it's just because we had an opportunity to sit down and talk with those gentlemen, but did you pay any more attention to the score this this time around? Um, I, I kind of did, but it wasn't like I was paying attention. It popped out. You know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of to what you were saying, maybe it's because we did interview them, but I felt like the music was very much more of a character itself than season one. You know, I, I wonder if it has to do with uh, what Mr. Hurwitz said about them having, you know, access to a full orchestra, you know, for the whole uh, 10 episodes, or we interviewed them. You know, I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but it, it's not something I really paid attention to in season one. I wasn't really listening for it in season two, but a lot of it stuck out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it, it was definitely, it, it felt more prominent this time around than in last year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the next one comes from at Real Pat McDonald. If you could play one character in the Cobra Kai universe, who would it be? I'm thankful we have better actors than me in each role. But if I had the chops, probably Cruz. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, let's see here. That that is interesting. I I wonder is you know maybe because Cruz shaved off the mustache, you know maybe maybe there's some sort of inside joke about mustaches here since Mr. Heald also uh, kind of referenced it. Uh, but Mr. Heald did chime in to this one as well, and he says, "Easy, the football player from UCLA." So did something happen with the football player from UCLA recently? I don't know. I mean, we 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 don't know foosball as it is. I I I feel, you know, I'm gonna have to plead ignorance on that one. Oh yeah, I mean, I am definitely that too. Because the only other football player I know from the show is Aisha's father, who is I'm assuming retired. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure who that football player is. I wonder if it's from one of their other properties. You know, that they have a hand in. Who, who knows? I'm sure what somebody's you, gonna Peter? tell us. Who? Would what about I... you? What which character in? All of the Cobra Kai universe, and I'm taking that to include the original four movies. Which character would you play? Hmm. Gosh, I, I think that is a tough one. I, I think I would have to. I don't know who would I want to play. I mean, like so. This this is who I want to play, not who I want to be. Right? Yeah. Okay, chosen. <laughs> Fair enough. Who we interviewed, for anybody that wants to go check out that interview, Yoji Okamoto, he was a, a lot of fun to talk to. After thinking about it for a long 30 seconds, I think I'm going to go with Brooks. Okay. Just because, just because, I mean, he seems like he had a lot of really great one-liners. He seemed to have had a blast on set. And honestly, I mean, that's something that, I mean, it could have just been a background character, but he definitely added a lot to it. And there was a lot of meat to, you know, on that bone for him to chew on. So I would go with that. Yeah. You know, we like that character. And um, I think I recall when we reviewed that particular episode uh, in the library, I want to say episode four, perhaps is season one. They kind of, they're all running into each other for me, uh, honestly, at this point. But, mm-hmm. um, Brooks, you know, he corrects Kyler at, at one point and kind of, yeah, uses, that's like, the other interesting thing. Yeah, I mean, he's book smart. His other group, you know, the, the everybody else in his, uh, circle of friends, 
kind of dumb, but he is a lot smarter than he lets on. Right. The next one comes from at Morjo1. Will we see more unseen clips from the movies in season two? Yes. You'll see more footage from the Karate Kid film shoots that never made it into the movies. And I have to admit, I, I'm kind of struggling to recognize that. Uh, I'm not as eagle-eyed as, you know, a lot of our listeners, certainly nowhere near the expert as uh, somebody like Brianna, but Peter, clue me in. Was there one that I missed? I mean, I, I clearly missed them as well. Um, I wonder if it involved, like any of it involved Crease, perhaps? You know, that's what I'm trying Possibly. to think of. Yeah, I... That that's something again. We would have to defer to uh, Brianna, uh, you know, for that assistance, or uh, somebody else that might have, uh, uh, you know, caught it better than us. Um, I mean, some of the ones that I, I think of are like from uh, Karate Kid Part Two. That that seemed, you know, the same. Yeah, I I really don't know. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they discuss a uh, deleted scene while they were at dinner? At dinner, who who are we talking about? You know what? I'll, I'll save it for the episode. We'll just leave that as a bit of a, a teaser. Okay. Um, all right. So the next one comes from at seven of Jim. I just purchased YouTube Premium for season two. My question: Will we see Allie Mills in season two? Do you really expect me to answer this, Jim? You know what? He he may have been uh, to the point, but at least he was honest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And who's Allie Mills? Oh, Allie with an I? Oh, I mean, she's Schwarber now. Well, Allie Miller Schwarber. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being an ass. Um, <laughs> all right. Next question is from at J. Wallazer Jr. John, tough first shoot, season one or two? Season two was a much tougher shoot. Not that season one was a breeze, but season two is far more ambitious, and we had the same resources. Many days... We had two full units shooting at the same time. Not ideal, but very worth it in the end. And honestly, I mean, I I think it shows. I mean, there's a lot more moving parts to season two than there were in season one. And season one was fairly uh, dense to begin with. And so if anything, I'd, I'd say they definitely amped it up this year. Sounds like it was a cruel fall for them last year, huh? <laughs> uh, the next one comes from... <laughs> All right, so I already read this one. Um, clearly, you, you see it. So th- this is where it uh, looks like John Hurwitz did answer uh, Josh Shield uh, about the, the butler. Josh, you're the one, you're one of the creators of the show. You should obviously know that Milo is Tori's dad. So there we go. A verified rumor. However, being able to read it makes it that much funnier because of the way that Josh Hield spelled out YouTube. <laughs> U space tube space dot D-O-T space com. I love that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have been period, not dot. That's, <laughs> hey, that's just me, though. That's just me. Um, Look at you, Mr. Purist. <laughs> uh, I like that a lot. I like that. Um, all right. The next one comes from at Dorothy Golden G. Was it intentional that Johnny wore a similar shirt to the one that he told Dimitri that he thought his sucked? 
Johnny was referring to the cherry pie shirt Dimitri was wearing underneath when he said that shirt sucked. Incidentally, I wore that cherry pie shirt in high school, and it was my favorite. Mine was in white, though. And I have to... Okay, okay. I get the joke now. I just thought it was pie. I didn't know it was cherry pie. God damn it. <laughs> you know, I... For those of you who don't know what it is, it's a uh, a green shirt with a red pie symbol for mathematics. I love uh, math humor. Yeah. <laughs> No, you don't, you don't get that. I I, I get it. Okay. I get all it. Right. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> Coming up later. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, the next one comes from at real Pat McDonald. Funny goofy question: Are Billy and Ralph really drinking Coors Banquet and dirty martinis when you are shooting on set? If not, what is it instead? The Coors Banquets are filled with water or iced tea, whatever Billy prefers that day. The martinis, I believe, were water. That said, when we dine out with Ralph and Billy, we usually get a round of actual martinis. Ice. Ice cold. We've heard that one before. I mean, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's what, that's what Billy likes, or Billy, Ralph likes to have his martinis. Ice, ice cold. And while we're on the subject of uh, Coors Banquet, can I just say that it's starting to kind of drive me up the wall the way Johnny drinks? Or how often he drinks? No, 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 no. How he drinks. How does he drink? Put that straight out of the can or straight out of the bottle. I see no problems in that. What is he, some kind of heathen? I drink that way. No, no, you're doing yourself a disservice. You got to pour that stuff into a glass. Says says a guy who's on the podcast where they review drinks. (laughs) At least half of the sense of taste comes from your nose. If you're not allowing yourself to to smell... The wonderful bouquet of the banquet. You're robbing yourself. Hey, my name is Tom. I know about beer. <laughs> <laughs> and having said that, kudos to Crease for knowing the proper way to light a cigar. You don't use a Zippo or some cheap Bic. You got to use butane. Otherwise, you're going to ruin the flavor. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm Tom. I know my cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I think I'm just lazy and I don't care to pour a chilled bottle of beer into a chilled glass. You know, I, at restaurants, when they ask me, I go, just, I'm fine with just a bottle. It's already in it. Don't work, you know, that much harder. I'm fine. I, I, I barely drink socially as it is. Ah, oh, if you're going to do it, do it right. Get your money's worth. You know, next time, Tom, I will do it just for you, but just the one time. You know, if I have the option Thank going you. forward, and, you know, you know, use your palate for all it's worth. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Just the one time, though. <laughs> just the one. Just because you won't we go back. Just because you we won't go it. back. I promise you. All right, uh, we'll see about that. I'm pretty lazy uh, when it comes to certain <laughs> things. All right. Uh, next one comes from at BD Grabinski. Can you explain to me why they felt it was necessary to cut to a shot of a castle? When the lyrics Castle Far Away appear in part two, because otherwise it's a perfect movie. I was eight when Karate Kid part two was made and living outside of Pittsburgh. They didn't share with me the logic then. Perhaps one day I'll find out. I love that Horowitz has now become the gatekeeper of all things, no matter how big or how small the detail. He is the gatekeeper of Karate Kid now. I love that. 
And I also love that this uh, Mr. Grabinski here says part two is otherwise a perfect movie. I love that movie. Okay, now here's here's <laughs> the funny thing. This dude's a director and a producer. Well, hey, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe he isn't uh, pulling uh, Mr. Hurwitz's chain a little bit. I think maybe you need to watch it again. <laughs> Just give it another hey, watch. You know what? Any any excuse to sit down for those first two movies, I'll take. All right, fair enough. You know, I, I, I wonder if your viewing experience would change having now, uh, you know, covered season one of Cobra Kai, watched season two, and knowing a little bit more about, you know, the, the original movies. Oh, I'm sure you I would I definitely mean? have a different perspective on it. I think so, because the last time you watched it was probably when we reviewed it, right? Before all this Cobra Kai stuff. Yeah, and I think the last time I'd watched it prior to that was maybe 10 years prior to that. Yeah, see, and uh, and obviously, uh, again, we uh, interviewed Yuji Okamoto. I, I think it'd be kind of cool go back and see if any of that changed, you know, and his inflection of all oh, six, you know, like all of that. Oh, man. Such a fun interview. Um, all right, moving on. The next one comes from At on the Frozen Lake. Have you heard feedback about a renewed interest in traditional martial arts from students or instructors? The original movie was a big inspiration for me to take classes for four years once I moved to a place where training was offered. Absolutely. Ralph, Billy, and Marty in particular hear this often. I may even take a class one of these days. Now, here's the thing. What type of class do you think he's going to go to? You don't you don't think he's going to be hanging around like a bunch of teenagers and preteens, do you? What, like Stingray? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But this question actually just made me wonder. And I don't know whether to tweet at one of the, the big three or, um, you know, Mr. Zapka himself. But I'd be curious... What Sensei Lawrence would call me if I stood in his ranks, you know, as a new student? That's a good question. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Who do you think? Who do you think I should tweet at and ask that? Oh, you got, you got to go with uh, the big man himself. Send it out to Zapka. God? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, he is a, a rock star, isn't he? If he's not, then there's something wrong with the idea of a rock star. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I'll uh, I'll give it a shot. I will tweet at Mr. Zapka and see what's what. Yeah, make sure you tag people, though. You gotta. Like like the game tag where you run and you say, hey, you're it? No, no, or... no. You gotta tag uh, the big three, all of that, you know? Like CC them? Yes. Yeah, or... Well, tag the photo. Why aren't you going to be uh, putting a photo of yourself so he knows uh, what to base it on? Oh, maybe a photo of him and I from Real City Comic Con? Perfect. Okay, all right, well, we we will give it a shot. So maybe tweet at him, but then tag the three in that photo? Bingo. All right, all right. See if we can't get some traction on that. Sounds good. All right, next one comes from Seriously, OMGWTF. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, my God, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, which mall did you film season two point, well, episode five, season two, episode five in? I forgot the name of it. Do you remember Healed Rules? And Cobra Kai mom Mandy came in the clutch. She says North DeKalb Mall. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. Hey, you know what? Way to 
way to uh, save the day there, Cobra Kai Mon Mandy. Yeah, absolutely. Next one comes from at Real Pat McDonald. Ever thought about putting together a season one gag reel together for some comic relief? We have put together a gag reel. Hopefully it'll be released in the coming weeks or months. Ooh, weeks or months. Check that out. And you know what? That's that's all we're really asking for. You know, just a, a little peek behind the curtain. You know, Tom, speaking of uh, peek behind the curtain, uh, earlier today, they actually released two kind of like short behind-the-scene clips, uh, one of Tori and one of Singray. Really? Yeah, it's uh, it's on YouTube. You know, I think I saw like some kind of gif or something where it showed uh, uh, the training of Stingray's big moment. Um, I'm not sure if that was it. Honestly, I have not watched it yet. Uh, but from the little bit that I saw, because you know how YouTube autoplays, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like, um, you know, uh, Mr. H- uh, Mr. Hurwitz and Schlossberg were both talking and then it would cut to either Peyton List or the second clip would cut to um, uh, Paul Walter Hauser who plays uh, Raymond, you know, so um, it's kind of just like one of those like inside look type of, type of clips. Interesting. So that's not something I recall them doing after season one's release. So it looks like slowly but surely we're starting to kind of get more content after the release of, you know, uh, season two. Well, I mean, it's one of the big demands that people are having. I mean, right along the, I mean, it, it's in the same level of people wanting a physical copy of it people want behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah indeed it sounds like your dog wants to say hello and agrees with you oh very much so <laughs> uh the next one comes from at dorothy golden g are billy and ralph starring in this season as there have been rumors they are no spoilers dorothy <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> nothing to add Nothing to add. Move it along. Uh, next one comes from at Brian81879. Is writing the dialogue the most time-consuming part of the writing process? Actually, plotting out the intricate 10-episode story is the bigger challenge. And I can see that just because, again, there were so many moving parts uh, in Season 1, and they just added to it this year. I, I can see where that would be a challenge. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, the next one comes from at Le Chevre, I think. Uh, this is actually one of our listeners as well. So oh, hey. he's Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're familiar with his name yet. But matter of fact, uh, he did send in an email. So if you can remind me later to read that from him. Absolutely. Um, so Le Chevre uh, says, If you have any input on merch, can you have someone make a Cobra Kai-inspired track jacket? P.S. Congrats on this season. I'm celebrating with Aria tonight. <laughs> uh, to which Mr. Hurowitz replied, Yeah, that would be awesome. Enjoy your Rhea. All right, now this is where I am not familiar with the drink. What is Aria? Well, has this... Some... Yeah. I was um, going to say, it looks is... like some kind of red carbonated beverage on ice. 
Now, Rhea is obviously a play on the diarrhea, you know, the um, Pepto-Bismol that was poured onto Miguel in Ace Degenerate, mm -hmm. and they called him Rhea for the rest of the season. Uh, the uh, Cobra guys, they were doing a thing where they were having uh, followers and listeners kind of chime in with, um, you know, punny food, you know, like Cobra Kai food and drinks and stuff like that. I, I, at least that's what I believe this was part of. And um, Le Chevre here, he uh, has come up with some ingredients of his own for some of these things. So I think this is his spin on the name Rhea, and that's actually supposed to be like a pink drink. As I say, it looks enticing enough. Yeah, and uh, it, it, again, if this is who I think it is, I believe the Cobra guys did read off the ingredients of this particular drink. So, Well, just looking at the picture, I can automatically say it looks a thousand times better than the only other drink that I've ever uh, seen that involves Pepto-Bismol. So, uh, I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> I'll tell you one day. It's... Ugh. It, okay. it, I didn't drink it. Okay. No, no judgments. Good. I didn't drink Good. it. All right. Uh, the next one comes from at real Pat McDonald. Who is the biggest jokester on set and who is the most serious? Oh, a lot of jokesters on set. Jacob Bertrand and Gianni DiCenzo always make me laugh. Paul W. Hauser is one of the funniest people alive, rivaled by Courtney Hengler. But everyone takes the work seriously. That's good. They are professionals. Again, There's, you know, you know uh, we're going to, next time we can sit down with anybody with any kind of inside info, we're going to have to ask about uh, on the set shenanigans if they've uh, had a chance to witness any. Yeah, 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 indeed. And I, I know, I felt like, I felt like Brett Ernst, I felt like he had something he almost wanted to say, but kept on holding back when we asked yeah. about that very thing, actually. Yeah. Well, loose lips and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, next one comes from at Dorothy Golden G. How does it feel to be a part of the Karate Kid universe? Now, when people talk of Karate Kid, they will now fondly speak of Cobra Kai. Growing up as a fan like us, how amazing is that? It's an honor and a blessing. I'm in it and focused on the work most of the time, so I don't always think about the bigger picture like that. But tweets like this are a nice reminder. It's kind of like a, you know, pinch me. You know, see if I'm awake. Well, I mean, that last conversation that we had on air with Vaz, where he was saying that you and I are a very tiny part of, you know, the whole legacy. We're not anywhere near the level of, you know, the big three or even a set decorator or anything like that. But the fact that he said that we're a tiny part of it was kind of mind-blowing. So I can't imagine what it would be like for anybody involved in this show to kind of sit back and look at, you know, as Mr. Hurwitz put it, the big picture. That would be mind-blowing. Uh, I mean, wow. Yeah, I mean, also, I guess this is uh, kind of worth sharing. Recently, this doesn't spoil anything, uh, but for uh, recently I went to watch Avengers uh, Endgame, mm -hmm. and Hot Tub Time Machine got a name drop. <laughs> really? Yeah, Lego Movie 2 Name dropped Hot Tub Time Machine. That is awesome. Aquaman it, you know hey. dropped Cobra Kai. You know so, what? It's a it's a heck of a time to be a fan of the big three right now. Yeah, I absolutely. can't imagine what it'd be like to see it from their point of view. 
You know what? I mean, it's kind of like I I feel we might have gotten um, a little bit of taste of this. You know, I I feel the way we feel for them when we hear another uh, property in pop culture kind of name dropping one of their their works. I I feel it's kind of like maybe when people were happy for us or like, oh wow, you guys got the big three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're just like, hey, kudos to you guys. Like I, I feel that's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Or at, at least different, but same. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's that's what I do. Uh, the next one comes from at Patrick R. Dorsey. What uh, what was your inspiration for de- developing Johnny's character more and making him the focus point of the series? I love the idea of exploring why people are bullies and what happens to those bullies later in their life. And I'm also an enormous fan of William Zapka growing up. Was confident he had this kind of performance in him. And damn, was he right. As good as William Zapka did in season one, he was head and shoulders above that this year. Indeed. And that was actually the the last uh, uh, question from the 23rd. Um, Looks like we got a little bit of time and we can go over the Q&A from April 27th. Uh, Now, this one was really interesting because... This was the first time ever that Mr. Hurwitz said, hey, later on at these times, I will be taking your Cobra Kai questions. Spread the word. I did see that. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So that's what these are. The first one here comes from the Brianna. Uh, she asks, did any of you get any sleep Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, or since then? I've been sleeping very little. Between press and the excitement of the show coming out, I am too wired. Must have drank a lot of Red Bull. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> uh, the next one comes from Amy S. at uh, Sabrina Obscura. My dumb question that I've been forgetting to ask or showing up too late. How much did Sid pay Johnny to get him out of his life? We purposefully keep the number vague because... Everyone has a different perspective on what a lot of money is and how much Johnny could have made at the dojo in that time. How much do you think, Tom? Oh, God, I'd say... In my mind's eye, I always put the figure somewhere between twenty and 30000 Oh, see, I was thinking um, under, but just kind of thinking about, like, the dojo, the the car. Uh, I was thinking, like, you know, 25000 So we're right about there. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I I wonder if they'll ever reveal it. But, I mean, clearly they kept it uh, vague for a reason. Next one comes from at Switch842. Why can't... Oh, shout out to Carrie for giving us uh, the the shout outs from Billy and Ralph at the beginning of the show. Yes, thank you. That is very cool. Above and beyond. Very cool. Thank you so much. Uh, She asks, why can't Daniel and Johnny just talk to each other? (laughs) (laughs) Their history is built on conflict and mistrust. They have their moments when they do talk, but most of the time, things happen to be complicated or heated when they cross paths. They aren't always thinking rationally. You know what? I love the fact that he uses the word their history, not like their relationship or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I I gotta agree with you on that choice of words. It was uh, very well, uh, well responded. Mm-hmm. 
Were you going to say something to this uh, about this tweet? Honestly, I mean, there's a lot going on in that that I think would probably be better suited for a review. Wouldn't you agree, sir? Hmm. As far as why I think the two of them may or may not uh, just sit down and talk things out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a special bonus episode, you know, going over that. I, yeah. Or like I said, at least a review. You know, I, right. I I can't imagine getting a whole episode of that, but there's definitely one in the one episode in particular that I'm thinking of. I'd like to talk about that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. never mind. Okay, got it. Uh, the next one comes from Rick, 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 Rick. Whose idea was it to show the flashback scene to the time Eli's mo- Eli's mom called Counselor Blatt? That was simply brilliant. We'd been living with Hawk for almost ten episodes at that point. And given the story of 205, we wanted to remind people of who he was before the hairdo. Don't remember which of us came up with it. My first thought was me, but really it could have been any of us. Ideas fast, so fast. Ideas fly fast in that room. And again, I, I, I agree with him. Uh, it's definitely especially if you look at the season as a whole, important to remember exactly where the, all of these characters come from. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I really like that. They did that. It kind of reminds me of some of the episodes of friends, you know, where they create, you know, fake flashbacks. And if, if nothing else, it gave Jacob Bertrand a very dramatic scene in which he nailed. Yeah. 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 Uh, Everybody is giving praise to Machio and especially Zapka, and they deserve it. I personally don't think that the younger the younger cast is getting the recognition that they deserve. They all stepped up. They they were really 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 good this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, these aren't your stereotypical issues, you know, that teens really deal with, and not in this manner anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one comes from one of our newer members. I'm not sure if she's uh, checked out an episode yet, but Tony R. Uh, she asks, what do we have to do to get a DVD Blu-ray release? Asking for those of us who live in the sticks and don't always have to have reliable internet. I would love nothing more than a DVD Blu-ray release. Sony and YouTube make the ultimate decision, though. I would lobby them somehow. Hmm. You know, that might be something to think about. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, hey, he tagged them, so I mean, it got it got a decent amount of likes there. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I I just am trying to figure out the logic in them refusing my money. I mean, if they had box sets, I would gladly pay thirty to fifty dollars per season. Right. You know? Hmm. And you multiply that by hundreds of thousands of people, you know, that's a serious chunk of change right there that they're just passing up. Right. Um, yeah, I'm ready to give them all of the monies you know, uh, the, to, the, to own a physical uh, the copy. The only reason I can see that makes any sense is they're trying to encourage more people to subscribe to YouTube, maybe decide that they like the service and continue to subscribe. So as opposed to getting just a 
one time or maybe two time $50 payment, they're hoping to get what almost a hundred dollars a year out of that same person. I guess so. I, you know, I'm terrible at math. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I mean, um, I, it could be $500 for all I know. And I would just nod my head in agreement. You know, that that's why I do a podcast. You know, <laughs> I, I can't work a calculator. Um, the next one comes from one of our favorite, uh, um, Gosh, I don't know what the Italian word for friend is, but uh, one of our favorite Italian friends, <laughs> uh, Kira Van Tassel on Twitter, she asks, I'd like to see behind the scenes. Will there be any? I believe there will be some behind the scenes content released on the Cobra Kai YouTube channel eventually. And Interesting. Two them, yeah, two Interest- of them released today at the time of this recording. Well, uh, especially considering his last Q&A, he said within the next uh, couple of weeks or months. And it was just a few days. Yeah. The next one comes from at the blue one eight two three zero six three one. Can I be in the next season? You're is gonna this, have to audition. Wait, is this my tweet? Oh no, never mind. <laughs> You're gonna have to audition like everyone else. Go through the appropriate channels that all actors go through, and anything's possible. Personally, I would just be satisfied as a, a background extra. You know some. Random guy in the stands at the next tournament cheering on uh, the fighters. I'd be happy with that. I'm I'm still hoping that Nate's character's middle name is Peter. That would be that would be a nice uh, little nod to you, sir. Mm-hmm. And for those that are wondering, because I feel like a lot of people don't know, the internet has been dubbing or has been dubbing him Asian Bert, but he has a name. Please use it. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree with that. I know one guy was going back and forth with me on Twitter. He's like, ah, oh, it's funnier though. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe 50 years ago. Mm, maybe even longer than that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one comes from at Dorothy Golden G, who came up with send it to the internet. Brilliant line is so well delivered by Billy. That's one of my favorite lines of the season, along with hash brown team Cobra Kai. <laughs> I know I came up with that one, but don't remember who came up with the other. Lots of ideas fly, fly fast in the writer's room. It's hard to keep track. And really, I mean, it's it's just one of those great examples of Johnny trying to uh, pretend that he is current, but he is so hopelessly stuck in the past. You know, you know it, I, I thought it was a great example of that. It's a wonder how he can even get anybody to kind of side with Cobra Kai on Twitter by hash browning Team Cobra Kai. I mean, Miyaki does probably doing it correctly. Hash, you know, hashtag Team Cobra Kai. <laughs> so come on, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> you want people to side with your team? You got to use it right. But I, I love that. Um, I know Matt Lewis has been using the hell out of that hash brown. <laughs> Next one comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. What was the episode title you guys had for season one, but ended up using for season two instead? No Mercy. Which was episode 10, season two. Now, which episode do you think that they would have called No Mercy in season one? Um, maybe episode 10, season one, that's titled Mercy? <laughs> well, it's possible, but he said no mercy. This is true. Um... I mean, I mean, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Okay. You know, I'm just saying it wasn't called no mercy. It was called mercy. 
Or vice Correct. versa. I'm losing track myself. Yes, we'll move it along. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is one of our favorite X-Men's. The next one comes from at Alabama Mutant. Uh, was one of the final shots a possible reference to Infinity Wars and or a female Marvel character? I like your development of female characters in the season and look forward to more empowerment with future characters in Social Security number three. I'm kidding. Season three. It's, it's got two S's. So I was just being an ass. <laughs> Hayden, Josh, and I haven't seen Infinity Wars yet. Glad you like the development of the female characters. As a father of daughters, it's something I think about a lot. Haven't seen Infinity Wars. Wow. Just, just wow. You think they have the time? They're on flights. They're constantly yeah, jet he's setting. Also, he's doing Q and A's during flights too. Have you forgotten? And well, you know you, what? don't you think Mr. they Rewitz, would rest up? Take a little you, know, you from time. Hard work. <laughs> take yeah. a little you time. It's not that long of a movie. It's only two and a half hours long. You can easily fit that in on a post Q and A flight. It's worth it. Good movie. It, it is a it is a good movie. Endgame, better movie. I know some would argue, uh, debate me with that, rather. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. Um, just because, you know, some people, I'm sure, have not yet seen Infinity Wars, we won't discuss the, uh, the, the connection that uh, Miss, Miss Mutant here is talking about. Um, the next one comes from At Saber Smirk. Do you have an idea of how many seasons... The stories you've envisioned will take. I'm hoping for 10 seasons. How many seasons of The Simpsons are there? 30, 11? A lot. Longer <laughs> than I'm willing to bet a lot of our listeners have even been alive. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, ideally, how many seasons would you want? Uh, as long as it takes to tell the story they want to tell. I agree. Um, <laughs> but that's only because I know that's what they want. Well, yeah. But, I mean, there have been a lot of series out there that have gone beyond that initial idea. And they just kind of go through the motions year after year. I I can't imagine a bigger heartbreak than a show like this doing that. And I have the utmost faith that it won't be one of those shows. Um, I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I would say like five or six sounds good. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like about the right kind of sweet spot. Because, you know, these men, they cross paths again in season one after we don't know how long. Um, or if if we do, uh, it's, you know, slipped my mind at the moment. But can we go a few more summers, whatever, of them kind of just doing the same thing over and over? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... Or are they yes. gonna be, you know, at a at a gym working out one day and and fight over a treadmill, you know, <laughs> after sharing you know some milkshakes at Lou's Cafe or something? Um, yeah, that that's just my guess. I have nothing to base it off of, but again, they are much smarter than I than me, and uh, I'm sure they have something mapped out, a la Marvel Universe. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be a fun ride to get there. Exactly. It's going to be well worth it in the end. Mm -hmm. Next one comes from one of our listeners, Jen, at SweepTheLeg84. Your favorite episode this season? I love them all. The finale, No Mercy, is my favorite episode of the series thus far. 
Episode 206, Take a Right, is a close second this season. The final moment of that episode might be my favorite thing we've done in our entire career. That is very interesting. I had not seen this tweet before until now. No, no. And uh, do we want to wait until we uh, get to our review of that episode to kind of flesh that out? Yes. Yeah, I agree. So that is uh, very interesting that he says that uh, after having spoken with them about, you know, uh, the very first episode of season one where Johnny revisits the parking lot. Mm -hmm. The next one comes from Don Chep. Can you tell us if you ever revealed Tori's parentage? And can you tell us if the M-E-A-W-W, help me out with that word? Chiron? Chiron with Tori, Tori Schwarber is nothing but speculation on their part. We have not revealed Tori's parentage to this point. Anything out there, pure speculation. And now, here's my the, question. Here's yeah, my question. Do you think mm-hmm. they know the parentage of these uh, people? I mean, they created the characters. I would imagine so. Well, not necessarily. I mean, uh, they didn't they necessarily know that Darth it. Vader was Luke Skywalker's uh, father at, you know, the during the first Star Wars. The wrote Star Wars? Yes. Yes, they did. Oh, well, well, in that case, and no, maybe they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I am not familiar with this M-E-A-W-W, me, aw. You know, I, I've seen the screenshot of said video. I have not watched the interview, but I found it very interesting that Schwarber was even added. It could have been doctored, right? That's number one. Number two, I don't think I've seen a character of theirs that had their last name included in their name title. No, Everything I don't, has I don't been think simply so, no. Moon, Miguel. I don't even think Diaz has been added to anything. Robbie, Sam, or even Samantha. I don't think LaRusso was added to that. You know, so the little that I've seen, I don't think a last name has ever been, like a full name has never been part of the name card. I don't, the, the I don't name, believe name so, no. So when I saw that, you know, I took it to our group, and I'm just like, you know what? Somebody give me that clip. I'll make it say Tori Miyagi. <laughs> it's not that hard. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine it would be. Yeah, so I I wonder, yeah, f- I'm going cross-eyed thinking about this. Let's, let's move on. Um, next one comes from one of our newer listeners at David Greer 81176 if you were to play any character from the Cobra Kai series or films, Karate Kid 1 through 3, who would it be and why? Hmm, that's all, huh? Just the first three? <laughs> I'm glad I don't play any of them because our actors are so much better than me. But if I had the skills, I'd say Johnny. It's a complex role and he's just so badass. Good answer. Good answer. And... I I almost feel like uh, Mr. Hurwitz goes into autopilot whenever he has this type of question. Because once again, he says, any character from the Karate Kid franchise has the potential to appear on Cobra Kai. It just has to be additive to the current narrative. That last part's pretty good, and I like the way it flows. Mm-hmm. Additive to the current narrative. I like that. Yeah, I was going to say, at this point, it's become a short key, but that last uh, sentence is new. Yes. The next one comes from at Batman2J. 
with two T's. Uh, is there one thing in either season one or season two you wish you could have included, but didn't either due to editing or availability of actors such as Chad McQueen? I'm happy with how everything has turned out thus far. Often when things don't work out as initially planned, it leads to more exciting possibilities in the future. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Yeah, I like that. One door uh, closes, another one opens. Mm Mm-hmm. The next one comes from at AC Patterson 975. While writing season one, was it always planned from the get-go that Robbie would train under Daniel? Or did you ever consider having Robbie join Cobra Kai? We planned on Robbie training with Daniel from the beginning. Always wanted Johnny to have an estranged son. Never considered him training under Cobra Kai. Uh, and just so that you know what I'm talking about, uh, he says, we never we planned on Robbie training Daniel. Do you see that? Yeah, I do see it. Yeah. yeah. But no, uh, would the show be as interesting if Robbie was in Cobra Kai? I mean, that would kind of negate the dynamic between Robbie and Johnny. It would. Uh, not to mention it would definitely decrease the tension between Johnny and Daniel. Mm-hmm. You know, but oh, I mean, right, yeah. the idea of Robbie in Cobra Kai, I mean, that role's being very nicely filled up by uh, Miguel, where... Clearly, that is Johnny's almost uh, surrogate son, for lack of a better phrase. He sees what he's turning into, and he knows what he wants him to become. If Miguel was, uh, I'm sorry, if uh, Robbie was in the dojo, there wouldn't be a need for that character or any of his other uh, side characters, such as his family. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that things went the way they did. I mean, it would almost be tropey, right? You know, the the classic villain, what do you know, has a son that is equally evil. Yeah. Yeah, that might be uh, something. You know, so it's kind of like flipping the script, I feel. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I could be reaching here, but, you know, I I do like that. That's, um, you know, it's, it's not what you expected. The next one comes from Rick, 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 Rick. On a scale of 1 to 10, how difficult was it for you to refrain from commenting on the plot until April 24th? Not that hard, because I look forward to the audience enjoying it on screen. And uh, on that note, can I say how... I mean, maybe it's just because I didn't go out looking for them, but I was really pleasantly surprised that there weren't a lot of spoilers following those uh, screenings at South by Southwest, the Paley yeah. Center, and all that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, no, I thought there's going to be a lot about the uh, the fan base. Mm-hmm, absolutely, pretty respectful. Um, yes, yeah. Uh, the next one comes from at Kurbakai News. For all the Spanish fans, there will be season three. Are we close to seeing Cobra Kai folded to other languages? What can we expect from Cobra Kai in the future? And to finish, saying that we. We'll feel very lucky if you ask us a question, and thank you for this masterpiece. Um, I'm assuming that they kind of use uh, the, the the translator here um, because I feel there's a bit of let me see. Uh, are we yeah, close to I seeing? Mean, there's Cobra there's Kai definitely folded? some syntax errors, but you know they, yeah. they get their point across quite nicely. Oh no, I was just trying to see if you can figure out the the folded the Cobra Kai folded to other languages. I translated. Kinda, that's kind of what I. To a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. 
To which Mr. Hurwitz replied, Hello, Spanish fans. We're hoping for a season three, but we don't know yet. I'm not sure of plans to dub in other languages. Thus far, YouTube is happy with subtitles. Going forward, expect more of the same kind of storytelling, assuming we get to keep making the show. And I feel that that's where uh, Peter might need to edit in some kind of dramatic musical cue. Because Mm -hmm. nothing official has been announced yet, has it? Not yet. Not official, no. Feeling nervous yet? No. No. No, I'm not. I I have a feeling that one way or another, one platform or another, we're going to get season three. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. The next one comes from at J. Wallazer Jr., What's been the most surreal thing that you have witnessed while making season one and two of this amazing show? Filming Daniel LaRusso doing kata in nature on my 40th birthday made me step back for a second and realize how far I'd come from the seven-year-old boy who watched Karate Kid as a fan in the theater. That would be beyond surreal. I mean, uh, damn. I I got nothing. what What would you even say to that? I mean, do you... Do you keep that moment to yourself or do you kind of tap Machi on the shoulder a couple days later or after uh, after everything's wrapped and tell him that? Or do you just kind of keep that nugget to yourself? Uh, either way, pretty cool that he uh, shared that with us. Yeah, that, you know, the, the birthday dinner with the, the other three, you know, with him and all that. Just um, it's quite quite something, you know, some some of these experiences he's had. Yeah, yeah. The next one comes from at Captain Retro. You guys deserve all the awards. So pitch perfect, it's ridiculous. Spread the word, Cobra Kai. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've been doing that myself. I, I said that if uh, the show doesn't sweep up any Emmys, there's going to be a karate brawl. <laughs> next one comes from at Gutter underscore Hero. John, for the season one cliffhanger and season two's first scene, that took place within seconds of each other. Was that all filmed on the same night, or was a cliffhanger part shot first and you came back to do the rest of the scene later, after season two got approved? What you saw in the season one finale was shot last year. All of the new stuff you saw this season was shot this season. That's really impressive, because... Not only did they get the continuity correct with the clothes, the hairstyle, the layout of the set, they got the lighting down. They got, I mean, it looked like one continuous scene. So that's really impressive, at least from a a layperson's point of view. That's really impressive. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they have some, you know, background in filmmaking. So I, I, I feel like that's a thing, you know, where pictures are taken for continuity, hairstyles, and, you know, stuff you said, lighting and, and all that stuff, too. So they are working their heart to put out great product. Mm-hmm. And it's showing. Mm-hmm. Next one comes from at Eric A. Wilson 911, 40-year-old huge karate kid and Cobra Kai fan. Y'all need to get a merch line, besides shirts, etc., but also screen-accurate Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai white and black custom front patch with your name geese. Karate Kid headbands and Miyagi's drum. Make it happen, please. <laughs> Damn! I'd be satisfied with the Cobra Kai volleyball. Well, <laughs> uh, anyways, Mr. Hurwitz says, 
There is an official merch store. Search for it online. There's also some official merch on the YouTube channel under each episode. I agree with your product ideas. Sony needs to get on that. You know what would be one of the first things I'd order? Not a gi? A what? You, you wouldn't order a gi first? Not a gi first, no. I, I, I'm, I'm struggling here, so I, I gotta know. What would be the first thing you would uh, order? You know what, Tom? I feel there's probably some people shouting at the speaker right now. Miyagi's drum. Oh, you can get those. Well, Miyagi's drum. They're available right now. Okay. All right. Well, I, I will I will eBay and Amazon and see what I can find. When I was a kid, I had a friend who had one. Yeah, but I'm not going to pay $200 for it either. It was maybe a $5 little toy back in the 80s, so it's probably 20 bucks now at the most. Yeah. Well, we'll see. The jury's out on that one. I'll get back to everyone. <laughs> And that was actually the last tweet. So there we go. All right. And are, are we caught up now? I believe we are caught up currently. Uh, uh, at the time of this recording, this last Q&A was actually just, what, three days ago. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So like I mentioned earlier that uh, we did get an email. Uh, this one's from uh, Andy V. So this is not a spoiler, it's actually something that could possibly be foreshadowing. Um, if this is a connection you don't want to hear, I say skip a good 30 seconds. So I'm going to go ahead and read this real quick. Uh, it says, man, do you guys watch Degrassi? The foreshadowing in episode one is killing me. Andy, here's Drake from that show. So remember when Miguel says, you know, uh, you know I don't want to be Drake or whatever and you know, uh, Hawk says that, oh, you'll, you'll be like Drake. I... At the Applebee's. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I asked you who, you know, if you knew who Drake was, you thought it was a singer. And I said, well, he raps and sings. Well, before Drake did that, he was acting. And he was on a show called Degrassi. Uh, his character at some point gets shot and ends up in a wheelchair. Not saying Miguel will get shot, but could it be that Miguel ends, a wheel, ends up in a wheelchair? Hmm. So is that I, foreshadowing? I, I would, you know, I would be shocked if he doesn't spend at least some time in a wheelchair while recuperating. Uh, as far as what's uh, the long term looking like, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it is really interesting because I, I asked Andy a little bit more about it. Um, yeah, he just hopes that uh, you know Miguel doesn't end up in a wheelchair permanently. Basically, non-Degrassi Drake was shot during a school shooting. Uh, the kid was bullied and brought a gun to school. Uh, honestly, hot take, Cobra Kai is basically a karate Degrassi. I love Degrassi, by the way. I listened to your podcast today and decided to start re-watching it and must have missed that in episode one or didn't make the connection. I, I Honestly, Degrassi was a thing that I was aware of but never really got into. Yeah, same. And, you know, when he talked about the whole wheelchair thing, I, I didn't even know that at uh, any point Drake's character was in a wheelchair. So um, it is interesting. So if that is, you know, maybe the reference, perhaps it is foreshadowing. It could very well be. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty much it. Um, I want to thank everybody for checking out this episode. Uh, we do do episode do -do. reviews. 
due to individual episode reviews. We did all of season one. Go back and check us out. Um, and we've done a lot of bonus episodes as well, a lot of interviews. Uh, we mentioned uh, an interview with the big three. Um, and also, Again, we like to be your one-stop shop. We would like to. And we did start our season two review as well. At this point, we have done episode one. Um, we're going to try to get some of our previous interviewees to join us on uh, some of these reviews too. So they're going to come possibly slowly but surely, but they will be coming. We're working on it. You know, all good things to those who wait, folks. Indeed, indeed. So if you guys want to join in on the fun, you can look for our Facebook group just by typing group and you spell out the words period. If Twitter is your thing, you can find us at Pod and on Instagram at Podcast. Where can listeners find you, Tom, for anything else that you do? Uh, well, I am the co-host of a uh, little show that I am rather proud of. It's a totally different type of show. It's called Jake and Tom Conquer the World, in which we talk about superheroes, movies, television, uh, booze, time travel, and anything else that happens to strike our uh, fancy. We're on a, what could be called ex- an extended sabbatical, but uh, I was talking to Jake this past week, and there may be some rumblings coming up sooner than you would expect. Uh, as far as uh, Twitter goes, uh, you can reach out to me at The Drunken Dork. On Facebook, uh, the best place would be the page that Jake and I have uh, in support of our show. It's called Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. All right. And, you know, you will keep us updated here as well on those rumblings. Most, most definitely. Yes. All right. Uh, for me, I also host a movie, a retro movie review podcast called Podstalgic, uh, which you can find on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Podstalgic. Uh, I've been on a little break because I've been doing all this Cobra Kai stuff, uh, but I recently chimed in for, gosh, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes uh, on a review of Endgame, uh, which was hosted by my co-host over there, Mariano. Uh, he had his wife and a guest, uh, uh, Monier from the Liquor Run podcast. They the three of them, you know, gave a, a non-spoiler review and then gave me a call uh, for for my thoughts in the spoiler section. So I kind of make a Nick Fury cameo there. Um, it was a lot of fun, you know, some differences in opinions on the movie. So that's always an interesting listen rather than having everybody agree on something. Um, but, yep, you can find that there, you know, some new releases here and there and mostly old movies. So that's going to do it for us here. I want to thank everybody for checking out this episode. And hopefully you guys go back and check out some of the other stuff we've done too. And I guess that's going to do it. And until the next episode, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.